0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Empowered Eating Podcast. My name is Lauren Boleen, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach, here to teach you all about intuitive eating and healing your relationship with food and body. I am so excited to be back. I have been making some conversation lately, I've been having a lot of great conversations lately. Some of the some of my favorite things I have been getting to talk with people about is. People who are just starting to realize that they can stop focusing on weight loss and still be healthy. Isn't it literally mind-blowing? I know that I still remember the first time it really sunk in that I could stop dieting. I 100% cried. (laughs) It was just this deep sense of relief that I had. I could feel like this new level of pressure just released off of my body. It was this realization that I could stop using my fitness pal forever. I could stop weighing myself. I was relieved. I was a little scared, but I was mostly starting to ask what kind of freedom would this bring to my life? I had been in a love-hate relationship with MyFitnessPal since at least my freshman year of college. I don't think I started it really before then, but definitely that freshman year of college, I really started using MyFitnessPal religiously. Um, I was tracking every little snack, every little bite of food. Well, except for the things I didn't track because I was so embarrassed that I ate it and I couldn't handle seeing it in my calorie count. Anyone familiar with that? That's the funniest thing about dieting. We tell ourselves we're doing something so good, but there's a whole lot that we either forget to acknowledge when we look back or just kind of ignore. All the things that we're hiding along the way when we start to get... All the things that we hide from people along the way, especially when we start to get congratulated by everyone else for our success and how good we look now that we've lost some weight. It's really that reminder that yes, people are watching and it's a good thing that you have lost weight. does not matter how you do it. I think it's super easy, especially to forget to remember the hard parts when you've been off of diets or not tracking for a while. You're still dealing with those constant reminders from diet culture, from friends, from family that you really should be watching what you eat. I mean, if not because of direct comments made to you, everyone else is. And then you kind of start sinking back in and we start to romanticize what was going on back then and Oh my gosh, what could it lead to if I really stuck to it this time? I could be thinner. I could be healthier. I'd know I'd be much happier. I was, I was so much happier last time, remember? But again, this is the conversation I have a lot of times on my free discovery calls to learn about the Empowered Eating Program. Because I know a lot of people are scared to stop trying to lose weight when they start working with me, and that's Okay. But the conversation i want to have is yes you could go back on a diet you could start tracking again maybe you'd even lose weight but what are you forgetting about last time that you did it the binges the deep shame you felt when you messed up what about the confusion and anger when that scale stopped going down even though you'd still been following the plan you were still avoiding all the foods you were sacrificing social events You weren't letting yourself have the things that you were really craving all for the sake of continuing to lose weight. And then from there, the inevitable end of the diet, it's happened every time, right? Every time. It's part of the picture. (laughs) And from there, weight regain. It's also happened every time. So when you think about your last successful diet, when you think about how good it felt, I want you to start including what actually happened, what was the full picture. You didn't stay on the diet. You weren't actually successful, at no fault of your own. Diets were never meant to work. But this is what I'm really good at helping people think about. What actually happened to your long-term health after all those diets that promised you would be better? This is what I think the best part about my job is. This is how I can help people the most is because I'm literally helping you come back into reality. Diet culture is so pervasive and so convincing that if you just do it again and you just try one more time and you just really, 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 really stick to it this time, it'll work. But your body for years has been showing you what actually happens. And so bringing you back into that reality, as hard as it may feel, is going to make such a difference in being able to move forward and think about what is actually possible for your health, as well as understanding that nutrition and exercise are such a small part of your health status and only a small part because so much of it you can't actually control. There are systemic reasons that we are not the healthiest people we can be. There are your genetics. You don't know. You can't control your genetics. You were born into the body that you were born into. So yes, of course, there are some healthy habits that we can learn how to incorporate. But it's when we start working on these from a place of reality (laughs) that it becomes really possible. Once you can step out of all the drama in your head about how to eat and really get real with yourself about the body that you're currently living in, there is just so much more opportunity to observe, to learn, and to change because you're feeling your way through instead of forcing your way through something that someone else is telling you to do. I personally don't like being told what to do. And I find a lot of my clients are a little bit of a rebel as well. So this is why my method is so effective because you do want to feel your way through. You do like getting to make those decisions for yourself and continuously going on these restrictive plans has never worked for you. I love helping people accept their bodies so that they can feel really reconnected with themselves. Tune out of diet culture, reconnect with yourself and observe what feels good in the body that you're actually in right now instead of feeling stuck so disconnected from what you need to do day to day to take care of yourself because you're just in that overwhelm overthinking cycle of this is that's the body that I should be in and that's how that person would eat and that's how I get there and I'm going to keep trying even though it has never worked before and one of the things that I find people definitely feel really disconnected from after years of dieting when we start working together is this feeling of a comfortable level of fullness. It seems like something that is so hard to understand and to find. So we just happened to be talking about that principle of intuitive eating on the podcast today. So let's go ahead and dive in back into the intuitive eating principle series We're going to pick up today with Principle 5, Feel Your Fullness. The first thing I'm going to do is read you from the Intuitive Eating Workbook, the definition of Principle 5. So Principle 5, Feel Your Fullness. Listen for the body signals that tell you that you are no longer hungry. Observe the signs that show that you're comfortably full pause in the middle of eating and ask yourself how the food tastes and what your current fullness level is. So in the workbook, this is something that I use as a tool for my clients in the Empowered Eating Program. In addition to the other curriculum that I've put together, you're going to learn about recognizing again, recognizing, remembering the food rules and the voices in your head that tell you you should not feel full, that it's a bad thing to feel full. We're going to talk a lot about just getting an understanding of what comfortable fullness feels like. What are the different ways that fullness can feel? What are the different types of fullness? Really connecting with what the physical sensation of fullness is in your own body. Um, One of the things we'll talk about in the workbook is actually learning how to say no to more food and not because you can't have it, but because you genuinely are full (laughs) and you can trust that you can put food down and come back to it whenever you need it. A big one that the workbook addresses is the clean your plate mentality and different reasons that you may have developed that throughout your life. And you know what? It's not only restriction that causes it. While that's very common for the people I work with, it's important to understand there are other factors that can lead to you having a scarcity, clean your plate mentality around food every time you eat. So how would someone work through this principle, principle five, and the empowered eating program? So Principle five, feeling your fullness, this is in the reconnect portion of the program. This is the second pillar of my program, and you're going to find it under the curriculum for week five. So during this portion of the program, a very important one in the process, you will learn again how to tune back in to your body's natural fullness cues. So you, in my curriculum, my videos that I create to go along and support you through your group coaching... You're going to learn what might be keeping you from feeling your fullness, why conscious awareness eating is important and how to practice it. So this is a little bit similar to mindfulness, but really it's about working on being present, being in the moment when you're eating. You're going to learn what different fullness factors to look out for and how they can help you recognize that feeling of comfortable fullness in your body. And then you're also going to learn a little bit about different factors that affect your personal fullness and satiety between your meals, because it is normal to be different levels of hungry on different days, which means it's going to be normal to be different levels of full. So getting an idea of what foods can impact that fullness and satiety between meals can be really helpful in understanding why you may or may not be hungry sooner or why you may or may not stay full very long. Now, one thing I want to remind you right away is that it is really difficult to feel your fullness after years of dieting. This is because when you've spent years and years in basically a state of restriction, it changes your hormones, your stress hormones. It changes your hunger and fullness hormones, which means that your hunger hormones increase, your fullness hormones decrease. So once you start eating... (laughs) going to be really hard to stop. On top of that, you've got dopamine spiking, really encouraging you to keep eating because your body feels as though food is not available because you're living in this cycle of restriction. The other part of being stuck there is that we start to feel guilty for feeling full, especially if we get overfull. There's, It's such an emotional trigger because we're not supposed to feel full. We're supposed to get ravenously hungry. We're supposed to barely eat enough to get by because that's what diet culture says to do. We always need less food, right? That's what diet culture says. And so it's very difficult to be connected with a comfortable level of fullness, especially when there's also that emotional charge to the feeling of fullness. So by working through the Empowered Eating Programme, You're going to set yourself up to better recognize those natural fullness cues again because we're working so much before you get to principle five on mindset and understanding that especially as you heal, you may actually have to give yourself permission to eat one more than you used to think you needed to feel full. And two, you may have to eat past fullness a few times or quite a few times. Before your body is back to a point of trusting that you will always have safe and reliable access to food. I'll say this again because I think it's something we forget. Your body does not understand the difference between restriction for a diet for weight loss and restriction because food's literally not available to you. It's another reason that once you start eating, it's really hard to stop. Your body is trying to store energy because it fears that food is not available. So it's completely natural that your body may still be in a state of doubting you, of doubting that food is available. And you may have to, even with all of the new mindset and understanding you have, have to eat past fullness. And it's really helpful for my clients to have that support when that is something that they have to go through to heal. Another thing that we have to work on before we get to this point in the program is you've really worked on recognizing and responding to more comfortable hunger cues versus waiting until you're ravenous to eat. Again, this is going to definitely put your body in a state of fear that food is not available or accessible. So, Responding to those hunger cues, you're going to have already worked on changing some of your current restrictive food behaviors, and you've really built a solid awareness of your negative food thoughts and rules. Doesn't mean that they aren't there. That's a totally normal part of this process, and again, where my clients find it really helpful to have support is that sometimes those negative food thoughts and rules are going to come back up. It's going to lead to you skipping meals. It's going to lead to you binging, and you're going to actually at least have the understanding of it and then a group to come talk to about the experience. Plus, by the time you get to principle five in my program, you've started to practice giving yourself unconditional permission to eat. This is a super important part of allowing your body to stop at comfortable fullness, especially with those fun foods or foods that you can typically or that you typically binge on. Those are the foods I do find that most people have trouble having permission around. And so once you can give yourself that unconditional permission with those foods, you're going to be a lot less driven to need to eat it way past fullness because you know you can always come back to it later. So please do know it's okay if it takes a bit and it takes some work to tune back into that natural fullness feeling. One of the things about my program is that I don't expect you to read a chapter and completely understand a concept and have put it into practice. Um, there's no rushing through my program. Like The whole entire first portion of my program is slowed down. <laughs> um, and another thing I want to mention, I'm, I'm saying natural fullness cues a lot here i have plenty of clients who have a really hard time feeling a natural fullness cue this could be because of medication because of for many of us adhd hyperfocusing, like distract getting distracted from actually paying attention to that feeling in your body this is something we're absolutely able to talk about and find ways to help you still get to a point of recognizing fullness, recognizing hunger. Um, it's something I talk about with my clients all the time. So if you're hearing natural fullness cue and, and saying, well, that's not really possible for me, please know that's something I am certainly considerate of. Um, so something that through this process my clients describe as just a really memorable experience in the program is that first time After putting all this work in to change a lot of the understanding and behaviors around food of literally setting down food and not finishing the entire plate or setting down that that food you used to binge on, because you are genuinely full. Even in the past where my client's brain would have definitely pushed them to continue eating out of that fear of restriction or whatever reason that is as an individual that they've developed to eat past fullness. Now they are able to recognize the fullness and say, you know what? I am actually like full and comfortable right now. There's only a little bit of food left. There's only a little bit of this bag left, but I just don't need it. It is possible to feel that. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I help people feel. And this is when it, It's even more fun because it starts to click that fun foods can become even more enjoyable when you aren't eating them in a guilt-based, like, eff it, result of restriction kind of way, but rather as an addition to all the other food that you're nourishing your body with throughout the day. Because what happens is, again, when you don't go into the fun food ravenous, you're going to be so much more able to stop at a comfortable level of fullness with it, You're gonna be like, wow, that was a tasty little treat. And I feel really good. I feel really comfortable fullness. I can put this away. And if I need more, I can come back to it. So that's that unconditional permission to eat piece that's really important about feeling your fullness. It also means that when my clients have started to have this experience, and then they do have a day come up where a binge happens or they eat way past fullness. They're able to start shifting the mindset out of guilt and into asking, wait, why did I eat past fullness today? Did I eat enough? Am I feeling emotional? What else is going on? Am I stressed? Uh, Have I been skipping meals? There's so many actual reasons to why someone binges. And this is all the kind of stuff that we get to get into with the coaching, with the individualized attention. And that's why it makes such a difference to be a part of this program for my clients. I think it's really cool to watch someone develop the ability to jump to questions and observation instead of that immediate guilt, especially around this fullness feeling. And it makes a huge impact moving forward because you're much less likely to end up trying to go back to restricting to try and solve the issue of overeating. Instead, you're looking at it as a signal. So it can tell you, oh, there may have been some restriction, accidental or purposeful. Maybe it was thought restriction, maybe maybe it was physical restriction, all questions we can ask. And then you can know that moving forward, you want to go back to that habit of making time for the food you need and eating consistently throughout the day to avoid the feeling of overfull if it makes you uncomfortable. It's also really important <laughs> that you understand a big part of what we're doing in this principle is Undoing the guilt or shame of feeling full or even overfull. Neutralizing this feeling is so powerful because, yes, of course, we're going to celebrate when you start to recognize comfortable fullness, when you're recognizing comfortable hunger and responding to it. Because, wow, after all of these years of binging, it's an amazing feeling to naturally be able to say, yeah, I'm full. I'm good. And that's all the thought there is about it. Um But I really also encourage people to start neutralizing even that sense of pride around being able to stop at comfortable fullness because none of this is ultimately about being proud for eating the right way, right? What I want you to learn is this is about understanding that hunger and fullness are basic signals from our bodies that we should have been taught to listen to and respond to from the beginning, diet culture made sure that didn't happen but these signals from our body are simply there to inform us of when our body needs energy and when it does not that is a neutral thing that you can observe and it does not have to be something that's really that celebrated past the point of learning it and getting used to that feeling there's no right way to eat food is just food food keeps us alive it's an incredible thing It is important to respect your body's natural hunger and fullness cues or, again, have awareness if there are other reasons for you that it isn't a supernatural feeling so that you know how to make sure your body is still getting the energy that it needs because it needs it even if those signals aren't supernatural for you. And again, either way, whether this is something that is able to be a really natural feeling for you or not, this is something that having a coach... Being in a group format where you're learning from other people and having individualized attention is going to make a huge difference in you being able to figure out not only how to feel that fullness, but feel the hunger, how to make changes in your day-to-day habits so that you are respecting your body's need for energy. So feeling your fullness is such a cool step in the process. This has been just a quick run through of principle five. And what it looks like to work through that in the Empowered Eating Program, which again is my group coaching program and community that helps women stop binge eating and reconnect with what feels best in your body. I do want to say a quick congrats to Brittany and Allison who have just joined the program. I'm so excited to get started with our one-on-one release calls this week. And then they will be diving into the group calls and the new updated curriculum of the program. I will say I would certainly love to have a couple more people join us in the group so y'all can grow through this experience together. I love, love the group format. Um, I do try to keep my groups smaller so that you are able to still get some individualized attention and really get to know each other and grow through it together. So if you're interested in learning more about the Empowered Eating Program, you can schedule a free 45-minute discovery call with me at go.nutritionwithlauren.com schedule. This 45 minutes is going to give us an opportunity to get to know each other, to see if we'd be a good fit, to talk about your personal experiences with dieting and your current goals for your health moving forward. And then, of course, I'll tell you all about what it looks like working through the program and answer any questions you might have. So again, if you're interested in joining us in the Empowered Eating Program and getting started, you can go to go.nutritionwithlauren.com slash schedule. If you're interested, you can also go to www.nutritionwithlauren.com. I've got a testimonials tab on there. I've got podcasts of some of my client experiences, lots of info on that website for you to get to know me a little bit more and see if you think this would be a good fit for you. So I definitely look forward to talking to you soon.